All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 293 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill. Today I'm joined by Ken, 69th Blizzard on the board. Hello. And Lonnie, St. Louis Kiss on the board. And we were going to have a special guest, but he's stuck in traffic, which happens. So we will catch up with him very soon, I'm sure. And if not, abuse him mercilessly through IM, PM, text, email, every method of modern communication. Um, It's good for him. So because that threw a spanner into the works 29 seconds before the start of this episode, thanks a lot. Um... We're going to just talk about some recent topics that have been going on. Obviously, uh, I want to thank everyone for the very positive feedback and response to our new sidecast, Look, It's Rock and Roll, uh, which we're looking forward to doing more episodes off, maybe once a month, thereabouts, or whenever the fancy takes us. You know, Ken, I know, is going to say at some point, you guys are going to listen to the first five Blackfoot albums. I want you to come up with your top 10 list off those, and then we're going to discuss it. You know, all sorts of fun stuff like that. I'm sure Lonnie's got some bands in his back pocket that he really wants to make us dig into, or albums. Or who who the hell knows what. You know, the sky's the limit on that show. Let's just step outside the box, so to speak. So thank you all for watching and checking it out. And thank you also for watching the episode with Andy. It was very nice of him to come on very early Sunday morning after the Manchester, New Hampshire show to give a first-hand account of everything that went down. So guys, you know, obviously you've been following the KISS tour on the interwebs and whatnot. Lonnie, you know, what are some of your thoughts about the changes to the set list and this latest leg of KISS's end of the road tour? Yeah, um, it was exciting. It was exciting um, the other night for the first night of the of the new leg, you know, because Tommy had done that interview um, recently saying there's going to be some changes to the set. So, you know, I think like most KISS fans, I was sitting there on my phone monitoring the FAQ, monitoring Facebook, just seeing what I could see, what was going on. And somebody had, somebody took a picture of the merchandise stand and you could and you could buy like a, a signed drum head and a set list and you could see tears were falling were in the set lists. So people were, were freaking out the other night. So um, I was excited that the tears are falling was back in because um, I think and I think we have all said it on the show that it was kind of a crime on the end of the road tour that the Bruce Kulick era was really left untouched after they took out Hide Your Heart. And I really thought that was a shame because it is such an important era to the band, regard, you know, regardless of what anybody thinks. It really is. It's an important part of the band's history that they've really basically ignored for the most part since 96. Um, they've only played a handful of songs ever from that from that era. So having tears are falling back in was great. I really was hoping for something off of revenge, you know, even just God gave rock and roll to you during the encore or something off of revenge would have been even better. But having that in there was, was, was a great addition and, and parasite dropping, let me go rock and roll for parasite. I think that's, that's kind of fun too. Oh, even though I do love, let me go rock and roll live, but just the fact that they switched it up just a little bit is really cool. So I think kiss fans have to be happy that, 
that they've done that, and if they bought tickets, they're not seeing the exact same show again. Two songs that for Kiss, that's a massive. That's a lot. To the set list. <laughs> that's a major change. <laughs> our, our expectations are really, really low at this point, Ken. What were your thoughts on those changes? Yeah, well, I mean, I had heard what uh, Tommy Thayer had said they were going to change uh, in that one interview that they were going to change up the set list a little bit. And I was thinking, okay, yeah, one song's going to, you know, be inserted or removed here and there. Um, but two, but holy shit. Two is like, holy, <laughs> it's like uh, 200%, you know, <laughs> the change. Um, you weren't, ex- you know, I wasn't expecting that, especially, uh, I wasn't expecting Parasite, really. Uh, or Tears Are Falling, for that matter. Uh, I guess, yeah, like Lonnie said, they, they really do overlook the 80s, which is unfortunate. Um, but, I mean, even Forever uh, is, uh, you know, what, the biggest hit, I guess, uh, technically, um, one of the biggest hits. And it's, I, I think it would go over well with, you know, like the people holding their, uh, you know, phones, <laughs> phones up with the lights on you know because no one has a big lighter anymore <laughs> right. I guess. Um, but uh, yeah i think it's a, a cool thing that they uh changed it up a little bit more than they have in the past which is just this extra song but it's kind of funny what, whatever yeah you know I, it was so nice to get on the next day and obviously selling the set list with the drum head is a massive fail and giving away the surprise of you know what the, what the songs were going to be but you know i was i was shocked you know i thought the shake up to the set list might end up being that the set was in a different order like literally <laughs> shaken up and taking the songs out in a different order um so i was i was you know i was i was very happy parasite i mean that really kind of qualifies as a deep cut because it's not one that I think a lot of non-diehards are going to know. You know. They might know Hotter Than Hell because it's an album title. Yeah. But Parasite, ooh, I mean, that's digging deep into the Freely wheelhouse. Yeah, um, shout out to Ace. Yeah, and a nice one as well. And, and you know, it's like, where's Ace? You know, because it's like a perfect opportunity for him to come in for one of those guest appearances, a song exactly. like that. One um, of those guest appearances. There have been no guest appearances on the tour. <laughs> Yoshiki. Let's be honest. Let's, you know, Yoshiki. I guess that's friends, not family. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have friends, but not members of the family because they all, they're family and families fight. Family uh, feud. But tears are falling. I mean, I, I think I mentioned it with Andy. It's like, check Bruce's schedule. Where is Grand Funk Railroad performing at the moment? Is he within, you know, limo distance of a Kiss show? You know, because to get him out on stage, you know, if only to do the solo. Hey, he's a member of the family. He's going to, you know, Tommy does his thing. Bruce doesn't have any makeup issue to deal with and can just uh, do that solo in all its glory. I love that solo, by the way. Um I think Bruce did feature it on one of his guitar videos uh, last year. But again, I didn't see either of those songs coming when we were kind of trying to figure out what the shakeup of the set was going to be. I saw songs like Strutter Watching You and Got to Choose because they're right in a row on the Kiss Cruise um, set. So I figured it'd be something that they'd done then. And of course, they did God Gave Rock and Roll to You, too, like Mm -hmm. Lonnie mentioned. Mm -hmm. So 
I think any of those would be great to, you know, rotate in and out. And if it's the shakeup is that you're going to get Parasite and uh, Tears Are Falling, then I just hope they're still in the sets at, uh, at Oakland. Because, again, I, I saw Tears Are Falling live at Rocks Vegas. And Vegas, yeah. Loved it. I was thrilled. I, obviously, as a guy who got into the band with Asylum in that particular video, you know, it, it's one of those songs that means something to me along with Deuce. So, uh, you know, it, it was good. It could have been worse. Uh, of course, it could be better, because, but we're let's be happy with what we did receive rather than, you know, what we didn't. Yeah. 21 songs. Yeah, stayed the same length. So, uh, and they brought Crazy Nights back in in place of Do You Love Me. Um, and that's actually great. I, I like 21 that. songs. The 21 songs, I mean, though, considering like those short set lists we were getting, when they were touring with Motley Crue and then when they were touring with yeah, Def Leppard, I mean, that's really cool. I mean, I didn't think we'd get that long of a kiss show ever again. I mean, the last time they really played two hours at a, at a, you know, at a, a regular venue, what had to be like 2010 when they did that summer tour in 2010 is maybe 20, I saw one like a, like a hit and run type tour in 2011, but not, not in a long time. Had they played that long of a duration, you know, and I and I didn't think that at this point in their career that they would go back to playing that long again, you know, and, you know, they they do have the breaks in there a little bit, but they're still playing 21 songs. So, I mean, I that's great. What more? I mean, that's I I really didn't expect that. Well, you know, they're still doing it. They're still doing it. Well, you know, it's it's a lot easier on. On Paul Stanley's voice now, so they can extend out the. Wow! (laughs) Long may the vocal smoothing pedals stay healthy. Um, You know, but I, I, I I really, I'm a firm believer that they should stretch it out to 23 songs and give Eric one specifically and Tommy one specifically, because Monster is still neglected. Um, I'd still like Tommy to do a, a proper, you know song yeah. all for the glory maybe for uh, eric you know definitely for eric i love that song um, there's a lot to you mentioned just a, just a bit of that later era stuff i mean uh, and of course mm-hmm. tommy did play on uh, psycho circus so you know maybe, <laughs> True. Could, maybe they could really stick the knife into ace and do uh, you know into the void with tommy wow <laughs> oh no no <laughs> Rocket but, but like monsters neglected, revenge is neglected, hot in the shade. Um, what what else? Crazy Nights is represented, obviously. Carnival Souls. Animal Nights. <laughs> yeah. Carnival Souls always neglected. The Elder. Yeah. Will remain yes. neglected, I'm sure. Will remain neglected. Unmasked, I don't think we have to hold yeah. our breath on that one. Yeah, yeah un- unmasked. I mean, that's. That would be, again, we've talked about all these songs um, before that we're now kind of pining to hear. And I think it is, for me, stuff off Unmasked, and that's really about it that's left, other than stuff like Not for the Innocent and maybe a a few of uh, kind of the the deeper 80s cuts, which I'm sure they have zero interest in performing now. Um, Come on. Tears are falling. Eighties hits. <laughs> yeah, tears are falling. Wasn't even a hit. So there you go. Well, Our, made the hit charts, I think, didn't it? It was yeah. big on MTV, though. It, it was big on MTV. Didn't yeah. stick and slid off, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like a like a goober on a windscreen, you know. 
<laughs> no, it was it was in a lot of rotation and heavy rotation on MTV. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, De- December '85 again. That's around the time I got into into the band, and it was always on. Had Volcano. It was cool. Had Paul yeah. Stanley swinging. Swinging on the vine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some of the other things that are going on in Kiss World today. Kiss Cruise 10 is sold out. out. That's amazing. It's doomed. Hasn't even gone on sale to the public yet. So all of the alumni and the return people, remember all those people who were complaining on Facebook and then put their booked pictures up? I had a nice little rant about that a few weeks ago. (laughs) Yep. I mean, people like me, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> hey, I'm man enough to admit it. Completely. Well, I got it. I got an email uh, the other day. Well, earlier, a little week ago, saying that you know my book date has arrived for booking. You know, and uh, but I kind of looked at it like, I guess I'm not going. <laughs> I think about it for a second. I'm like, hmm, do I want to? Then I said, Nah, I'm not going to do it. Well, you missed the boat now. But you know, obviously, really wow. the other big the other big thing with that is Bruce getting announced. And you know, oh, what are you, what are you guys' cool. thoughts on that? Were they playing with the crowd? Do you think a little bit by not announcing him immediately um, and suggesting? You know, I think Bruce was asked on Facebook, you know, what's going on with you and the cruise? And he's like, you'd have to ask Sixthman. No, who are across the sixth man, one. yeah, sixth man or sixth <laughs> man, or however I want to, whatever accent I want to use to pronounce it. But what do you think? Were they playing the audience to get people to not go, or uh, or what? No, I don't ever think Bruce was out of the mix. I think that was always Bruce was always going to do it, and I maybe they just wanted to see the, what the response was and see if it was selling or not, and. Then throw that slice on there to to get it to sell a little more. Just hold back a little bit. We don't play all of our cards at once. But I don't think Bruce was ever out of the mix because he had such a good relationship with the band. I don't. I don't ever think that was not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows what his price tag is <laughs> too? Um, and they thought, well, geez, well, maybe it would make sense to you know get him and if he's available and. And yeah, push push the sales up. I I well, it's just shortly after that, right? It uh, it went from like seventy percent or whatever to a hundred. I mean, after the announcement. So I think that's uh, obviously people were waiting for at least Bruce because they know they're going to get a, a great performance from him, whether it's in whoever he's playing with or whatever band he's going to be playing with. Um, it's going to be a good time with him. Yeah, I think on, on one of the things of Bruce is that hopefully they'll change things up this year. I, my hopes of reunion um, will always mm. remain hopes. And obviously <laughs> I did have the Indie Expo really? last year with uh, John and him on stage doing some stuff, which was fun. Um, but what do you think? Do you think he needs to change things? I, I'm of the mind that I'm tired of medleys. Sorry, Bruce. Um, you know, and obviously everyone can watch these on YouTube to get a good feel mm-hmm. for some of the stuff they do. I'm really wanting more full cuts and a, kind of a more standard set list and getting away from the medleys, you know, maybe focusing on one of the albums from his career, like Asylum, 35th <laughs> anniversary, Bruce. 
you know, in, in all its glory. <laughs> like know. Asylum, for example. Uh, <laughs> without being too, too predictable. But, you know, I, I would love for them to do full songs. I would love for Bruce to dig up, um, you know, some of the really obscure stuff in his catalog, stuff that we didn't get to hear until, like, 1999 when Eric Carr's uh, – posthumous rockology came out there's a lot of bruce involvement on some of those songs and obviously you know a band like the lipstick generation recently covered the eyes of love i'd love to hear bruce and his band doing something like the eyes of love from that album which would be really quirky very different it might be a new song to quite a few people Mm -hmm. because obviously not Mm -hmm. everyone's heard everything not everyone's a completist um and it ties in nicely with the Rockologist release of that on vinyl. That's you know yeah. just happened. So, yeah. Lonnie, your thoughts? Yeah, and even on the cruise, not everyone's a completist. You know, even even at that even at that venue. I mean, I've I've told the story on here before that during the acoustic show on the cruise that I went on, they started playing Mr. Speed, and I'm singing the the second verse, and I said, you know, it goes, you you try pleasing, but getting on your knees don't make it. And the girl next to me turns turns and looks at me and she goes, Is that the line? I'm like, Yeah, that's the line. That's the fucking kiss cruise. Of course that's the line. And and, and at that point, then I realized that maybe everyone's not as big of a geek on this cruise as I am. So no so, and, and that's on rock and roll over. So back to what Julian was saying, that you know, that something like that would be a new song to people that they wouldn't even have any idea where that came from. Um, but I like the, I think it's great that Bruce is back on there, especially for like the diehard fans, like, like us on this show and like the people who listen to this show. Um, I think it's great that, that Bruce is on there. And I, I, I think that, you know, I think the union stuff would go over well with that crowd because again, some of them are diehards and have everything ever released by anyone that was in the band. Others do not. But the people that are going that are going to make an appointment to make sure they're at that Bruce show are going to know a lot more stuff than than just a, a casual fan that, oh, let's go on the Kiss Cruise because it's the Kiss Cruise type thing. So and, and, and I'd like to hear more complete songs, too, you know, not just a medley, not just a verse and a and a refrain, you know, do, do do the bridge, do the do the solo, do the whole do the whole song. I think that'd be. That'd be fun to switch things up a little bit. So, but yeah, what do you think, Ken? Well, I think I agree. I mean, I agree with you guys. Um, but I, I would like them to, you know, insert uh, Bruce a little bit more into their live performance that they're going to have, I guess, on the deck. Uh, I'm sure they will bring him out, but even more so, um, maybe they will perform a couple of, you know, Julian's favorite asylum songs or whatever um, from the record uh, uh, from that period. Um, uh, otherwise, uh, if Bruce is going to have a, you know, solo show um, too, then, yeah, I, I would like, you know, BK3 stuff. Because um, I think that's his best stuff, really. Um, but uh, that and, yeah, full, full kiss songs are, would be nice and a little bit maybe uh a few different ones than they've, you know, pulled out in the past. But uh, whatever it is, I'm sure it's going to be good stuff. The BK3 about, stuff would be cool. Yeah. I love BK3. I do. It's great. My favorite of, of really strong songs. By on that. far. 
you know, maybe this year he could get, a, you know, come on. Um, if he doesn't want to do Asylum, I'll be able to cope because maybe we could have Bruceology. You know, start with some good rats. Um, you know, some of the stuff he wrote with them, 495, what was it? You know, and obviously he played on Great American Music. Love Me Tonight or something from Blackjack. You know, Blackjack, walk through, yeah. Walk a... through his career. No, I don't yeah. know when the last time he performed any of that stuff was. Maybe if he could dig that out and reinterpret it, you know, update it for, you know, how his playing has changed throughout the years and see, just see what happens. Um, what else is there? Obviously, there is the BK3 stuff, which would be really how about, fun. Well, how about, I just, sorry, but how about they, you know, do uh, everyone's, everybody's crazy, you know, like from the Michael Bolton uh, album. I mean, that would be a great well, one to, to pull out. Yeah. yeah and, and there's some good stuff on the first Bolton album. Um, I think he, what's that, Bob? Sorry, Bruce. I can't remember if it was uh, Bruce or Bob who played yeah. on that first Michael Bolton <laughs> solo album. Um <laughs> But there, there's an off, you know, Pick Me Up by Rosetta, which he co-wrote as well, and that was a single in 1980. A lot of stuff, but that would just be way too obscure, and people might be walking the plank. Even though it's really good music, and I like it, I'd be thrilled. But that adds, adds to another thing. I don't remember if Bruce has ever done, like, an activity on board. Now, do you remember in the 90s when he first left Kiss, he did expo appearances where he'd do guitar clinics? And, you know, he'd jam solos to stuff like Heart of Chrome up on stage. He played some Union stuff, played some riffs. When you think of Paul Stanley doing his bedtime stories or his cooking show in, what's it, I guess in the theater, it'd be great if Bruce could do like one of those 90s style, don't laugh, Paul's bedtime stories. Well, the bedtime Paul stories. Paul Stanley's bedtime the, stories in yes, the cooking show. I'm sorry, not for kids, yeah, the, the X-rated version, <laughs> you know. I'm sorry. Do you really want Paul Stanley reading you, what, Jackie Collins? <laughs> like letters, le- letters to the editor on Playboy or something like that? Is that what you want in bedtime stories? I, I really oh, no. don't want anyone reading me that. Oh, shoot. Yeah. You know, maybe we can have Ron Jeremy as a dear, guest, you know. Dear Penthouse, like, like Dear Penthouse or something like that. Bedtime Nightmares with Ron Jeremy. Oh, Okay, so getting back to uh, maybe maybe revisiting the guitar clinics, you know, and the same goes for Eric. Oh, that's my door. Hold on. Uh, Give your thoughts on that. I can hear. What do you ask us? So, Ken, dear (laughs) penthouse. I I don't know. I guess he was asking us about our... our, um, our thoughts on Bruce doing music guitar. Yeah, was, uh, come on, guys, get with it. I was asking about you know Sorry, doing clinics and to your penthouse as, while you were gone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, see see what well, bedtime nightmares does to people. Yeah, I think it's okay that he, if he does that something like that. I mean, because what Gene has usually that thing that he you know they write, play bass or put a song together. They write a song. Um, you know. I think that's that's kind of a cool thing, and having Bruce uh, do something similar would be cool as far as playing guitar or how you know playing lead guitar, um, how how that you know works uh, within a band. Um, how to create a solo or something and and chord progression, yeah, what, you know, yeah, what, and exactly. and to go you know and to go from switching from different keys with within a solo and that uh, that that would be fun. 
I'd, I'd be, that'd be inter- it might be way over some people's heads, but I think I think that would be would be interesting to to a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, he's standing up on stage. Maybe have you know a guy play the solo over the PA, and then Bruce talks about how the solo came about, constructed, deconstructs it a little bit, you know, but keep it short and snappy. You know, maybe also do a little bit of like the Tommy spot this uh, solo thing. You know, he teases with a little bit of it first. I mean, there's a lot, there's lots of things. Of course, Bruce is not there to have any fun. Um, he's strictly there to, you know, entertain us yeah. every moment. Of course, I'm sure he utterly would disagree. Uh, when he's not performing, he doesn't want to be anywhere near the lunatics. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, so moving on from the cruise, obviously it is good news. It's good news that uh, Bruce is going to be here or there. Um, other Uh-oh. other news is um, no Indie Expo this spring or summer. That's a bummer. That's a kind of a, a gathering for many people. Mm-hmm. That's just a news item. Other news item... Kiss Pick World is closing. Last date to order is March the 29th. Um, Gene Simmons expanding his money bag line. Uh, what do you guys think about the news from Canada that Gene Simmons is going to stick his name on vodka? I'm reading something here on the FAQ. It says money bag vodka. That's it. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's just a. Whatever, you know, more power to you if you can, you know, get your name on there or logo and 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 sell it. You know, it's, it's kind of, yes, it's kind of hypocritical from a person, you know, who is not known as a drinker to never drink, um, uh, you know, alcohol. Um, it's kind of the same thing. It goes hand in hand with the other thing where he did the, uh, the marijuana the, thing, the marijuana thing. Yeah. Yeah, similar, but the marijuana thing is gonna, you know, heal. You know, we know it's uh, it's 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 used for good things as part of uh, uh, you know different diseases or or what is it? I forget all the possibilities, but um, multiple sclerosis is one you know disease that dope is or uh, some of the ingredients in marijuana are apparently able to alleviate <laughs> as our seizures um I seizures think, yeah that was yeah. one yeah so so i'm but vodka is a little different <laughs> in that sense it's 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 just uh i don't think vodka relieves anything but stress or something like that <laughs> we Hey, but it's not enough, it's yeah. not unreasonably priced for something that has the Gene Simmons money bag name on it. It's nineteen ninety nine. That's not bad. I'm not it's not high end vodka. That cost, that cost 19, oh, that's that nineteen ninety nine Canadian vodka. If that's Canadian, that's like ten cents. Just saying. How about that? It's reasonably priced. Don't don't say Gene's just in it for the money. It's reasonably priced vodka. Yeah. <laughs> or Gene is just getting cheaper. <laughs> or it's really, really bad vodka and it's watered down. <laughs> hey, Gene, we've got a couple hundred thousand gallons of vodka from a bad batch. You help us shift it. <laughs> you put your name on it. Sure. Actually, How much are you going to pay me? <laughs> I haven't had vodka in years, so 
that used to be one of my favorite tipples. You know, about a third of a liter of Smirnoff. Mm, back in the days, the good old days. So do you think uh, there are any other products that would be particularly good for Gene to start slapping his name on? You know, if, he, if, he's, if he's gone for the vodka, Moneybag Soda is doing very well, very popular. Um, it's actually got quite a rabid fan base, uh, and it's got some really good flavors. Why not? Why not put his logo on like uh, money clips and and wallets and things like that? That would make sense. Um, you know, I, I don't know what it's something things that relate to money. You create his own, you know, uh, instead of PayPal or you know Apple Pay, it's going to be uh, you know Gene Pay or whatever. No, that's you good. Know, I, I don't know, money, money bag pay. So you, yeah, why is you, he... you make a deposit and your account's automatically emptied into his? <laughs> oh, no, exactly. <laughs> it goes right into He'll the He'll hold your money uh, for you. He'll hold your money for you. Yeah. <laughs> you were going to spend it on kiss tickets anyway. You might as well just give it to me now. Give it to me now. Yeah. Cool. So. Why resist the temptation on spending it on something other than kiss? <laughs> just give it to me now. Then you wouldn't be able to go to see Guns N' Roses, would you? Hey, I resisted. I, I turned down the Motley Crue Def Leppard tour. There's a reason why I didn't go. All of a sudden, Guns N' Roses announces a tour, so I'm going to Indianapolis. Oh, so they, they're not even coming to St. Louis? They are not. They're coming to Chicago and Indianapolis is the closest they're coming. So Stones are going to St. Louis, aren't they? Stones are coming to St. Louis, yeah. So that's at the Dome. The Dome in St. Louis, just quick side note, doesn't have a name because we don't have a football team, so they just call it the Dome. It doesn't have a sponsor anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's like Oakland now. It used to be Oracle's, not Oracle. Now the other place is Oracle. Uh, where the Giants, right? Where the Giants play. So. Yep. All right, so moving on. Sports um, Either of you see the new, the new video from Ramstein's Till Linderman? Lindemann. I can't announce it, I'm sure. He's got a new video from his solo album last year called Platines. And it's got mm. a really cool... He's wearing Jean's costume in it, basically. So I don't know if either of you had seen that. I saw a picture of it. I didn't see the video, but I did see a picture of him wearing... It's like the 19... What? 75 kind of outfit, right? period or live period something like that uh i haven't seen it i'll have to check it out but i only saw a picture like a a, a capture of that uh, of him wearing that so so what about uh it looks like mitch interviewed doc mcgee the other day Mm -hmm. and there's been some some nuggets have come out about a uh kiss biopic definitely being in the works coming out in july of 2021 supposedly um so that's that's we heard i guess we heard rumors of that being the case on the cruise um looks like it's more of a a reality than just a rumor at this point so that's kind of fun so so why why is there negativity you know surrounding that i haven't followed any of it i know that there have been drips Mm -hmm. and drabs of an interview with uh with doc circulating uh, mm-hmm. But I, I can't be bothered to watch any of them. Um, you know, so Sorry. What, what, what is what is the negativity? Well, I've been so busy this week. We'll I think, well, I don't know what exactly. I've read some stuff, but I think people are just not 
do not think it's going to be, um, first of all, accurate. Um, and, and that maybe if Doc McGee and, and Paul and Gene are way involved, it's not going to be as, uh, truthful as it, as it might be. <laughs> um, I, you know, I do understand that they're releasing it, trying to release it. And I don't know if it's rushing it out, um, at the same time as their last concert or last end of the road, uh, concert in New York. Um, I think that's, that's, that's a good thing to do to have something around that time. Uh, I think you can gain interest maybe, uh, for people to go to see that, I guess in a limited run in a movie. Yeah. Or, or maybe to, to buy the pay-per-view or something like that even too. Maybe not necessarily go to the show, but it's a feature. They say it's a feature. What does that mean? You know, you know, I, I, I guess definitely see where you're coming from, Ken, where I think it's going to, it's going to be based on a point of view, obviously, and not based on what really happened. And it's, and, and I think my worrisome, I think a lot of old school Kiss fans worrisome, is that it's just going to paint Ace and Peter in a bad light again. And we're just going to go down that road again of any chance that we have to badmouth Ace and Peter or put Ace and Peter in a bad light and see here, this is why they're not in the band anymore. I have a bad feeling that it's, that's what it's going to really, it's going to paint that picture more than anything else. And I don't want to, and I don't want to see that. I don't, I I have no interest. I have no interest in seeing that. And I think that's where a lot of the negativity is coming from. Yeah. Unless they cut it off at around, you know, the first few years or, you know, starting off off. at a live or something. Exactly. Uh, Cutting off at a live when they they finally, you know, made it even before destroyer, Mm -hmm. um, uh, cutting off around there, you know, that's it. Um, but that's they're not going to happen. struggle to get there, but <laughs> no, I, I don't think they'd even be able to cut it off at Bath because, you know, it, it just wouldn't work as a story. But you know, what yeah. are they going to do differently that they didn't do with the Alan Parker? You know, no, kind of the that that was the documentary, but a, a biopic yeah. is even more of a problematic one. How are you going to get buy off from portraying someone? Um, by by the wrong people, you know, or just in utterly the wrong way. And is anyone still going to care in 2021? You know, if if you think about, you know, it, it's Late declining. It's yes, yeah, no. It's also declining return on the band's kind of fortunes as we go forward. How many times have they been to your area? Even if they're not playing the same city for the third time, when they said originally that they were only going to visit you once, but now they're visiting the <laughs> suburb, you know. Well, <laughs> we 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 went it's to Ca- we, we went to Kansas City, Missouri. Now we're going to play in Kansas City, Kansas City, you know, or Kansas City, Kansas. Pardon me. Um, it's just going to be, people are becoming you know, just worn out by it. And it'll be like, is this another kiss thing that again is going to, you know, people think, Oh, Detroit rock city kiss meets the phantom. And then, you know, correct me. When's the doc, the documentaries for this year. Right. And the biopic is for next. Uh Yeah. So, so it's not that far away. 
that's a that's, no, it's not. They haven't even managed to put spinning gold into a story, and there's more crossover interest, or I would have thought there'd be more crossover interest in a cat like Neil Bogart because of Donna Summer, the Village People, you know, Angel Kiss, um, Lips Inc., the Captain and Neil, <laughs> Flashdance. <laughs> No, we're digging. Um, you know, uh, Flashdance it, sold six million copies, dude. Not digging. Oh that yeah, much. it was a big, it was a big soundtrack, uh, of course. Um, but maybe the uh, figure of this biopic, people that aren't coming out to see them in concert because they can't afford the you know ticket prices, which you know it's not cheap. Um, even the you know cheap seats are. You know, it's, it's it's money, you know. So they figure, well, you can buy, you know, ten dollar movie t- or eleven, twelve, whatever dollar movie ticket, and they can you know, check us out there or check out our story out there. But I don't know. I just hope it's done right. We'll just have to wait and see. I it's gonna it's gonna just bypass the eighties, no doubt. Oh yeah. You know, real quickly, uh, and then all of a sudden they're going to get back together and do the reunion and that sort of stuff. You know, it's like we'll go back to bad mouth and his computer, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I just don't know how how fair is it to do either a official documentary or Mm -hmm. a biopic without the executive producers being Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, X Freely, and Peter Chris. You know, forget Dolph McGee. Yeah, that the, I agree. I agree. But, you know, two of them aren't members of the band, and the other two who have kept the band going all the years aren't going to give the two miscreants, you know, any sort of editorial control over this is how we thought you were behaving. No, uh, this is what I really because it would so, never get it would never get done. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. Or maybe they just yeah. make a bunch of bullshit up like the dirt, you know, because come on, how accurate, <laughs> that was completely, you know. People just make it up as we go, too. It, it was based upon, you know. Right. You know, if, if you do it that way, then that's your kind of get out of jail card. Um, mm-hmm. It just seems a very weird order in which to be doing these. It's almost like, again, stop announcing these things, um, you know, focus on the documentary which kind of makes more I, w- I would have thought that has more crossover but then again i want to be wrong yeah. i want to be surprised i want to be excited about it i want to see a trailer come out and i'll be like "Ooh, that i was wrong or that looks interesting <laughs> yeah Ooh, i, d- I yeah. didn't think about that a, we'll have to do a series of shows on that was wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <but> we do. <laughs> part 10 Part 10 of this was wrong with the biopic. But yeah, you know, everything I just said about, you know, kind of like diminishing returns on, you know, maybe the tour. We're into the fifth leg here. What is this? The third pass in the U.S. But you still got South America to come up. And I read online that Sao Paulo had sold out. Sold out. That's a 50,000 plus capacity, you know, venue, though. Then again, both the ones in Japan were 55 thousand plus and one of them only had twenty four thousand seats uh put on sale so what when is when is south america is that in april i think april 
And they're doing Central Are America they really too. not going to go back to South America again if they're selling out down there? Yeah. Kind, of, kind of surprising. You know, it's, I'm uh, interested to see how they do in Central America, places that they've never gone, um, like El Salvador. I think they're going to get a huge showing in Central America because I think they're pretty popular. They, since they've never been there, Yeah. shoot, I think it, they'd come out. When are they going to make up all those Australian dates? No, good question. Well, where is free on the schedule currently? Um, October, between the the fourth and the 29th. I don't think early 2021. Yeah, that, that's cruise. not enough time to get um, you know staging shipped out there. So I would think it would be probably December, you know, November, December after the cruise, which ends the third. You know. Maybe after a break then, unless Paul gets the lurgy again, God help him. They probably, you know, they're, they're probably thinking, well, we've got the, the calendars open right now for that. Or maybe they wait into 2021. You know, we don't know what the ticket sales were in Australia and whether there were any kind of those sorts of concerns. Fires mm-hmm. are still a big deal in Australia and um, everything that's mm-hmm. gone on there has been continues to be a problem it just rained this week on over one of the fires and knocked it back by a third so they're gonna have to get back there going back to central america I've just brought up the site uh san salvador april 24th is when it kicks off then they're hitting lima santiago asuncion in Par- paraguay buenos aires uh, porto alegre cubita cubita <laughs> you have all this information in front of you well, I can't. It doesn't mean I can pronounce it. <laughs> Uberlandia, Brazil. So you know, mm. I haven't even you know I haven't even filled in the dots yet for these ones on what the sizes of the venues are and whatnot. So I mean, these legs are small and short, but you know, even after this fifth leg in the U.S., they're going to be back again for you know, leg number nine in August. Lonnie, when are you going to see him? I don't know. We were thinking about it. We were thinking about going to Peoria in a couple weeks. They're playing Peoria, Illinois. In a couple weeks, work. I was kind of getting the itch when I was uh, reading that set list off the other night with Tears Are Falling and Parasite. I'm like, oh, it's really cool. And she's like, oh, well, maybe we can go to Peoria. I'm like, oh, it's going to so, I, I think I'll see him one more. I think I'll still see him. One. I I said when I saw him with my brother last summer that that was it, but I think I'll see him still one more time. What about because they're, they're going to keep touring. I mean, don't think in 2021 that the only show they're doing in the U.S. is New York in July. They're going to do one more run through the U.S. and then end it in New York in July. Don't think that's the only show they're going to do in 2021 in the U.S. You know what's going to happen. Come on. I think a lot has to do with how, this, how it goes now. I mean, one last kiss. Three legs in North America in a year. You know, it was you know nearly exactly a year ago when the tour kicked off. So they've actually hit a lot of the markets now. I guess the fall. And some of what they're doing in the, in the winter are going to be what you'd call the B markets. Um, right. And and I did ask you, Springfield is in that Missouri? 
Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, that, that's that's about away. four hours away. It's not yeah. bad. No, that's tough. And what Peoria? How far is that away? Peoria's about three. That's not bad either. Okay. Mm. It's my, doable. My geography <laughs> lesson for the day. Thank you. And Kansas City is in Missouri too, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> not Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> Two fucks could I give? <laughs> get everything wrong all the time anyway, so I will not be throwing any stones. I actually had to go back through an old edition of one of my books and correct all the Arizonas and Arkansas's. Yeah, that's that was embarrassing. All right, any final thoughts this week before we we call it an early episode and blame our guest? No, nothing, nothing further to add. Mm. I was almost tempted. Where was it? I can't find it. it was, oh yeah, Vinnie Vincent's Valentine's Bash. But then I figured, why bother? Is that real? <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. I saw that. Is that apparently, real? Apparently, it's still for sale. So haven't heard anything about yeah. it being canceled. And you know, just to touch on Vinnie um, ever so slightly. Uh, Mike Brun did put up his uh, full Q&A with Vin up on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can go check out his channel and uh, if you so desire. I've managed not to watch any of it. I just completely walked away from it. I actually even just closed down my Vinny site. So uh, yeah. washed, washed my hands of all the drama. All right, let's leave that there for this week. We will catch up with our missing guest very soon. <laughs> and... Uh, Again, got some fun episodes of Look It's Rock and Roll coming up in a couple of weeks. And uh, for now, for Lonnie, Ken, and myself, thanks for watching and listening, and we shall see you next time. And yay, we're still on Spotify, because we don't include music in our show. Wow! (laughs) Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final, there are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.